Do you remember that time the Olympics was going to remove wrestling? No. Yeah. When it was on the chopping block of you, it was like two cycles ago they were considering it for removal. It was oh, like, you know you what? Maybe me? I do. It's like, are you fucking kidding? Like, a, a, you want to get rid of Olympic wrestling? You mean like the first sport? Yeah. It was like, hey, how fast can you run? Because if you can't run faster than me, how good can you fight? Like, those are the... <laughs> That's right. how that's how it started. Uh, right. <laughs> they want to get rid of it. Are you kidding me? We should have a long discussion about the Olympics when it comes back around. Oh, I'm so for it. I yeah? love the Olympics. Because I'm so when is it? 24? Yeah. Where is it? LA? Paris. It? LA's in uh 28. 28. Okay. Par- Ooh, mm-hmm. Paris. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Next year on the PNP. <laughs> Olympics 2024. All Olympics all the time. It's time for the Pretty Neat Podcast. It's time for the Pretty Neat Podcast. Ryan, tell us about the Napa Rose. This part you can keep in, Aaron. <laughs> uh, Napa Rose. It's the had, third... had you been there before? Third time going. Okay. Carry on. Uh, so yesterday, <laughs> 15 years ago yesterday, I went on my first date with my now wife. Uh, so we went to Disneyland. That was like your first you... date? Yes. Uh, not Disneyland, no. Okay. Uh, my first date, I have a scar on my body that will be there for the rest of my life. Whoa. Commemorate the evening. Hot. Aaron was there. Less hot. (laughs) She bites hard, but she takes camera direction very well. (laughs) Wow. And and my wife, who is, uh, if nothing, you know, meticulous, meticulous in planning. Um, 60 days prior, right, where you're able to book reservations at the earliest point. Um, made a reservation for Napa Rose to commemorate the the time, right? So we went, and like I said, I, I had fully intended on showing you guys just the amazing meal that I had. But then after the main course came out, I lost my mind. I had a fantastic <laughs> um, filet that had this ragu with... Uh, Beef cheek. Beef cheek. That was divine. Uh, Not to mention the steak. Perfect. Medium rare. Uh, We had this uh, roasted asparagus. It had some capers and some additional uh, lemon sauce with other accoutrement, which was fantastic. And then for dessert, we had uh, four seasonal cheeses with uh, house-made chutneys. And then they came out with a little happy anniversary plate for us. Awesome. I uh, sent you a picture of that one um, bourbon drink, Central Park West, which is fantastic. I had another bourbon-based drink after that, which was not as good. Which uh, one? The Bitter Storm, mm-hmm. uh, which I, I enjoyed. Um, yeah, Fernet is weird. Fernet, Fernet, how do you say that? Uh, That's like a, like a different... I'm looking at the menu and that's what's in there. Anyway, keep going. 
wasn't as oh, good. Oh, it's like an Amaro. Okay. Wasn't wasn't quite as good. Uh but still, right? Happy to happy to be there. Um you know, <laughs> uh coincidentally enough, our server, his name was Mickey. <laughs> and I don't believe that's his original name. Okay. Because he's from Japan. <laughs> uh, okay. He was a very, very kind gentleman. Um, and he had asked if we were celebrating anything. And my wife said, yeah, celebrating 15 years of being together. And to which he replies, what's the secret? And she's like, I'm <laughs> on my second marriage. Yeah, <laughs> he the is. The first one only lasted uh, eight years. And... Uh, and the second one's not looking great either. <laughs> right. He's like, and you know, things aren't looking so hot. No, he did not say that. That would okay. have been inappropriate. Um, <laughs> of course, pretty standard response. There's no secret. It's just good communication, right? And then you got to work on things all the time. Uh, but it was great. It was a great evening. I I mean, I don't have much, too much more to add. Uh, got <laughs> home. My father-in-law was watching the dogs. We had to drive him home because... He, uh, What'd you load up the fridge with for him? Uh, so the the preferred beer, right, is Carlsberg in the pints. So it comes in a pack of 12. And there were only three left. So he had nine pints from the time whenever he started <laughs> drinking. Not sure. Anyway, uh, you've all met the immortal. He's a very large individual. So he can definitely yeah. drink can that amount, that. if not more. Um, uh, hypothetically right now we're planning to go to Cancun in the beginning of November so he would be staying the week uh, to watch the dogs because my wife doesn't want to board them when we can just have our father-in-law come over and you know I'll probably pay him a small sum to do so give him a pallet (laughs) well well, the thing was, was we're thinking so for each day have a a case of Carlsberg but then also um, when we celebrate Oktoberfest we usually have one to two of those mini five liter um, yeah little mini Mini, kegs not not really a mini keg it's a five liter in the shape of a keg so thinking about getting a few of those as well so you just open the fridge and it's just five liter stacked upon five liter and cases of Carlsberg not sure what he would do uh, but that's uh, that's a uh, future state. My mom is turning 60 this year, so she wanted to take a real vacation. So we're planning to go to Cancun for a week. Nice. And I have never been outside the country, so I'm in the middle of uh, applying for my passport. <clears throat> nice. You might find that you're on the no fly list. Well. I haven't officially bought the tickets yet, and I'm hoping that they are refundable in the event that my expedited application does not get overturned because of my mm-hmm. notoriety. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, no, no, no. We've heard the podcast. Absolutely not. This guy, uh, you're not going anywhere, son. <laughs> magic happens. Speaking of magic, I went to grad night last weekend. Yes, please. Um Yes. You said it was amazing. It was like... the single best work day I've ever had because I was being paid to be there. Um, So honestly, like they had told me it's kind of a clusterfuck getting, you know, 300 kids on 12 buses. 
and uh, it really wasn't actually. The kids were pretty good at like lining up and kind of being where they were supposed to be. And so we get there and they pull us in to a a employee parking lot, cast member parking lot off of Catella. It's the Toy Story parking lot just from the Catella entrance, which is cast member only. Yeah. A kid from like three buses in front of us gets out, bolts into the bathroom and comes back. Then we hear on the radio he was throwing up. So we pull out of there as a 12 bus caravan and behind they drive us basically right up behind guardians of the galaxy. And that's where they actually let us in, which is pretty fucking cool. And then from, so by that time, it's like, by the time we get through security and in, it's like 11 AM. And they had told us like, Hey, tell them they have to be in the California adventure by nine. And, you know, otherwise, if they reach out to you because they have a problem, help them. Otherwise, you know, do as you will. And so I was I ended up with a group of like five other teachers and we 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 got Genie Plus and then we had like a five minute Genie Plus wait for Guardian. So we rode that fucking awesome. Um, booked another one for like 20 minutes later. And, and I have actually reversed course on this. That might actually be the best ride in the entire Two two part complex, much less just California Adventure. It is for sure the best ride of California Adventure. For sure. <laughs> um, every time I ride it, I'm like, oh, oh yeah, this is fucking great. And it's not always because my my seven year old does not love it. Um, so we do that. We book one for Incredicoaster, and then it breaks down, and it is down for almost the whole day. But we're gonna come back to that. Anyway, we end up proceeding. You know, some of those days where Ryan, where you go. And you see a line for Indiana Jones and it's an hour and you're loading and it's been 29 minutes. <laughs> we yeah, ran I remember into that. Like six of those in a row. It was fucking great. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway posted time 60 minutes, 23 minutes into the theater. I'm like, this is like, we literally didn't even stop. This is wonderful. Um, then we make our way back over in front of Toy Story Mania, Midway Mania, and I hear like thump smack and i turn around and there is a girl from a different high school flat on her back unconscious one of the teachers i'm with is a grown adult thank god because she goes into full-on like mom nurse mode and is like turning her on her side kind of after she realizes she's going to start to throw up and talking to her and then i'm like hey like i they were wearing their high school shirts it's actually not a, a it's a school that's not too far from here so I go, hey, one of you needs to get in touch with your chaperone now. So they do. One of the teachers I'm with flags down security. Um, my coworker is like, hey, did she take something? And she meant, you know, some sort of drug. And they're saying no. And I look at her friend and I go, don't lie. She's in real trouble. Did she or did she not take something? No one's in. She's in health trouble. You're not going to be in trouble. Tell us the truth. They swore up and down. No Disney handles that sort of thing really quick. So that was I hope she's OK. We, we didn't end up actually seeing her after that. Um, mm. then I learned an important lesson. Do you want to know what that impress that lesson was? Absolutely. When I said to my whole group, I am positive I can beat all of you at Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters. <sighs> the way that my coworker, whose name we're not going to say, she the way her head looked at the way the way her head like snapped around what? should have been my cue to be like, oh no, 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 I can't beat her. Because she's like us. She goes all the time with her kids. And they're little. And that's one of the only things they like to write. 
Um, and so I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. I, I probably, and she goes, okay, let's get in line. <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, but here's the thing. We're supposed to single rider hyperspace mountain. She's like, no, 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 no. Get in the fucking line. So we get in the line and, uh, well, well, she goes north of 900,000. And I can't do that. So, hmm. and we get off and I go, okay, what's the secret? Like, what's the, what's the point multiplier or something? She goes, the secret is aim good. And then she kept walking. <laughs> like, all right. So, uh, she got coffee on me Monday morning. That was, that was all fine and good. That's amazing. Um, yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah. I'm not as good at that as I, and I had a bad round. Like I've done better than I did that time. Um, then we make our way over to the lock-in and that was also a really good time. And the kids really only want to, so Spider-Man was down for a chunk of the night, but they really only want to ride in credit coaster and guardians. So there's like no line for anything else. <laughs> um, they did have a little teacher's area set up, but like a lot of, it was pretty crowded, which I wasn't into. And we, our group was kind of moving. So I did have to solve like, six or seven it ended it ended up being that disney thought i was the head chaperone um because my name was first on the call list and so i ended up having to like intervene with legitimately like five pretty ridiculous student situations but no big deal um and then we get in line for Incredicoaster, and it's posted like 80 minutes and the line is all the way back to where the little snow cone like fr- soft serve stand is oh yeah where the uh, abominable uh... yeah yeah okay it was probably 34 minutes that that line that ride loads really quick but it dawned on me as i was watching the kids get on and off and i looked at one of the other teachers i'm with and i'm like this makes sense that this is moving so fast because these kids are have spent their whole lives being told go stand in line there go stand in line there now sit here now get up now move like they follow instructions (laughs) pretty well they're they're kind of used to that so they get on the ride, they sit down, they buckle themselves in. Then the, the car takes off. The next group gets off, you know, and that's a quick process. And she goes, yeah. And their butts fit in the seats. <laughs> and I was like, that, that is also true. There's no giant woman that needs to be sort of pried out of there with the jaws of life. So you didn't ride up on a rascal and yell at the the poor Disney cast yeah. who, who or the, just doing her job. The more unfortunate <laughs> circumstance where she's in line he or she is in line they go to get in the seat and 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 they cannot yeah and then they have they're told that they (laughs) have to exit the line yeah and there's either the inevitable walk of shame which that happens it does you know and sometimes that's preceded with some type of argument as well almost Um, always i'll never forget (laughs) i'll never forget going to disneyland with my wife and seeing a morbidly obese guy literally double fisting churros in each hand steering his scooter and going off a curb in front of the castle by the walt disney and mickey statue (laughs) and him just being like these things are hard to steer honey (laughs) (laughs) he literally had no hand on the handles because he's holding churros like hey man they made a movie about you (laughs) pretty soon you're gonna have to move to space um And oh, then that's a, that's a nice uh, Wally reference. It Thank is. You. You're welcome. Good, good job. Uh, yeah, let me introduce you to Otto and, and Life on the Axiom. By and large, is your friend. Um, <laughs> a is for Axiom. B is for By and Large. Um, and then, uh, like two a.m., we they shuttle all the kids. 
back over to the Toy Story lot. And then, of course, I, I'm like at the bus checking kids in as they come in. And that guy went down really hard. Dude, and did you see uh, that guy, he was 467 yeah. pounds. That's that's a lot of a lot of man <laughs> hitting the ground. And he is out, out. Yeah. Um, the power slap had to bring in uh, winners from world's strongest man competitions to catch oh. him. You know, Forrest Griffin can't catch that shit. <laughs> did they actually do that? Yeah, they did. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. This ooh. guy. Uh, I yeah. just don't get it. I just don't see how it's worth it. Um, I don't either. And then I'm standing at the bus, like checking kids in so that we know that they're coming back. And the bus driver goes, well, the 91's closed. <laughs> like, oh, God. I'm like, no, it's not. And he goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you got to <laughs> oh, be yeah. fucking kidding me. So we end up leaving there just after three. And I got home at like five. So it was like a full 24 hour day. Oh man! So did you guys end up taking the fifty-seven over? We took to... the fifty-seven to the sixty, That's to the seventy-one, to the little bit of the ninety-one to the fifteen. Got it. Okay. Yeah. You guys just relived the SNL skit. Yeah. Just the so Californians. You know. We are the Californians. Yeah. All right. Yeah. One of you <laughs> was. Uh, one of you is going to go right fifty-seven now. north to the sixty. <laughs> west but then the next one is south for some reason even yeah, though we just went north south. for 40 miles oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah but it was a good time it was a good time i would do it again nice I mean, that's a i think the only downside right is well maybe two downsides but it's a really long day it's a long day it's a long day and then if you happen to be first on the call list you get to face all of the challenges because you are that type of individual that when the when the call comes in, you answer. I do. I do. And uh, I, I ran across our ASB director and I told her and she goes. Oh, they do. And I'm like, you you fucking knew you yeah. just put my name first because I never done this before and I'm not going to complain. Um, <laughs> but it's all good because there'll be there'll be experiences I talk about in interviews going forward beauty beauty hey you know aside from our lives there was also some sport things that happened uh like there were quite a lot of sports things that happened you know come to think of it one that you're depicting on the screen here i don't know if we want to talk about it now we can talk about it the nba the yeah. Hoops. yeah, so the Denver Nuggets are going to be the West Western Conference representatives in the NBA Finals after sweeping the Los Angeles Lakers uh, yes. in the Conference Finals. Uh, started off with just a, an amazing Game 1. I mean, the entire series was great by, by Jokic, but in Game 1 with that triple-double was amazing. Uh, the Lakers then tried to shift defensively. Rui in game two looked pretty good in, in some of his defensive adjustments on him. Mm-hmm. But then they couldn't stop Jamal Murray. Um, specifically, the fourth quarter collapses yeah. were what really did them in in three of those games. The Lakers had double-digit leads in at least two of the games. Yes. 
which t- a 10 point lead in the NBA is, is like the equivalent of like a three point lead now, <laughs> but even still that, you know, they got swept, but they didn't, they're not, not the same way that like Boston is losing. Uh, speaking of sweeps, the Florida Panthers are now going to the Stanley Cup Finals after beating Carolina Hurricanes. I'm happy for you as a lifelong Florida Panthers fan. Thank you. Um, you have earned the right to watch them lose to my Vegas Golden Knights, who are likely to sweep Dallas tomorrow. Uh, that's one of the statements you just made is very likely. The fact that they're going to sweep Dallas, I think Dallas is still. Even though they have some experience, they're still a very young team. Um, and the Knights, they're good. I'll leave it at that. Yes. But the best player in the playoffs right now is uh, Matthew uh, Kachuk, who mm-hmm. plays for the Panthers. Um, in this series that they just won in four games, he had two overtime winners. Uh, so their ability to grit games out is like is a real x factor um specifically in the in in the nhl game two went like six overtimes <laughs> think about that six it, full periods it says game one went four overtimes on espn game two went one okay so i'm definitely wrong and if I even amended that statement, I'd still be wrong. So <laughs> seven total periods in game one, four yes. overtimes. That's a lot of hockey. Yeah, that's that's it's 140 minutes of of gameplay, but obviously with uh, breaks in in the in the action and the amount of time that you're actually on the ice, that's yeah, that's a shitload of hockey. Uh, Matthew Kachuk is from Scottsdale, Arizona. I'm curious. I don't know this for a fact, but uh, there was a Kings defenseman whose last name was Kachuk. Now, that may just be a uh, a more common surname for people of uh, European descent, but I'm I'm curious if if he was that guy's son. Let's find out. That would explain being born in Arizona. Yes, his father, Keith Kachuk, played 1,200 games in the NHL, and he's a Hall of Famer. And his brother plays for the Senators. Yeah, Hmm. see that. Hockey is weird. Hockey is a, it's a, I mean, it's one of the most ultimate tests of coordination. Yeah. Yeah. So some would say, oh, he and I have the same birthday, Matthew Kachuk. Nice. Not the same year. Wonderful. Now let's talk about John Morant. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about uh, John Morant. I'm glad he's, I, I I'm think glad he's this, still alive. This story is being undercovered, I think. And if he played for the Knicks or the Lakers or the Celtics or like a big market team, this would be like front page 
And you guys know where we haven't been in a while? I don't think we've gone to the Dom Dome in some time. I'm sorry, sir. You mean the Sanctum of Truth? Oh, okay. Yeah, we we rebranded. I forgot. I need the drop. That is the sanctum of truth, indeed. Sanctum of truth. How did you get Stephen Hawking? <laughs> well, he's like you know Eastern European Stephen Hawking. Yeah. Sanctum well, I mean, truth. after he retired retired from the world of ventriloquism, um, he was pretty easy to get, you know. <laughs> okay, so Demetrius Jamel Ja Morant. What are you fucking Albus? Percival Wolfric, Brian Dumbledore. Brian. The fuck out of here. I love that Brian is in there anyway. So Aaron, John Morant is the player from the Grizzlies that uh, (laughs) likes strip clubs, which would be fine, except that he also likes to hold guns up at strip clubs. Um, Yeah. That is a little more frowned upon. Mostly. Yeah. Um, he got suspended for eight games. He spent a couple days in like a rehab thing um, where he learned to be more smarter, I believe, with the words. Uh, yes, that is a uh, direct quote. Yes, <laughs> he learned to be more smarter with his decision making. Um, the problem is. He th- they have covered up other stuff for him. So his best friend, Devante, is not allowed at Grizzlies games or any NBA game because he is accused and they believe that he had like a gun with one of those red laser pointers on it. Laser pointer, correct. Pointed at the Indiana Pacers traveling bus. Um, um, I'm just reading Nike's statement from March. Anyway, um. So he's not allowed to be there. Jaw's dad is like the guy that's always kind of all over other players and and blah, blah, blah. Um, So then this very same guy on May 14th, Devontae Pat, goes live on Instagram because that's what 23-year-olds do. And John Morant is riding in the front seat next to him, and he's like flashing his gun around. And it's like, all right, we got a real, real problem here. John Morant has a five-year contract with... $193 $193 million in guaranteed money <clears throat> that goes to 231 if he makes an all-NBA team. Um, that's a that's a lot of money. That's a lot of, that's a lot of money. And Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal did a really good job just recently of breaking this down. Um so it was sorry, it was March 14th that John Morant, like so like literally exactly two months later. After leaving that counseling program, he's he's back on Instagram Live. Um, Shaquille O'Neal and Charles Barkley did a really good job on TNT of breaking down like the financial responsibility that John Morant has. It's not just that contract. It, there's so much money, literally billions of dollars of of economic sort of not surplus, but like economic impact that he has. Um, 
And they, the two of them talked about like, you have to understand that responsibility as a player. And honestly, it makes guys like LeBron James, even Kevin Durant, um, really Steph Curry, so many of these other guys that much more impressive because you never hear negative anything about them because they understand how much is tied up in, in their, in their ability to play a game. So, um, John Morant does it again. And I think the league is, is going to go nuclear on him. Um, I think he's probably going to half a half a year. No, I think a full year. You think so? I do. I, I think Adam silver, Adam silver took a team from an owner. He, he, he took the, the guy who pays all the bills, bought the team. However many decades ago, just took him. Can't have him anymore. Uh, so yeah, I think a full year. And I think in March, I said, I would, if I was the Lakers, I would still trade damn near everything for John Grant. <laughs> and I, I would no longer do that. Um, wise, wise Nike, I believe has started to back off of their partnership with him. It, it's just a, a fucking mess. Ryan, what do you think? Uh, I, I, I don't disagree with anything you said. He is displaying a level of immaturity and prioritizing things right potentially that for him when he was a teen or a much younger adolescent like that was how he wanted to represent himself yeah he wanted to be hard right he wanted to be seen as like somebody you don't fuck with as opposed to somebody that is now you know we could debate his overall talent he's a very explosive high profile player he's the face of a franchise and he's still not he still doesn't understand that responsibility as evidenced by having a gun associated with somebody that is no longer allowed into the arena because of alleged interactions and con you know um confrontations that happened with their teams i think it was the indiana pacers right um, and beyond that, like for this one continued lapse of judgment could result in how many hundreds of millions of dollars that he could potentially be forfeiting for his future, for his family's future. Many. many and, and we're, we're here in hindsight, you know, picking this apart and, and I'm no, I'm not here to say that we're perfect. We've definitely made many mistakes in our use. I just went into great detail into one 15 years ago, right? Uh, it may not be on that level, right? I'm not holding a weapon for people to see, but also at the time people were not streaming their entire lives on social yeah. media. Yeah. So it's, it's a different, it's a different expectation for how we interact with the outside world. It's uh and to your point about LeBron and, and Steph Curry and Kevin Durant. Uh you know, they they may be out there doing some shenanigans, but they're probably far better at covering up. I mean, if we're I don't think they're out there flashing, you know, hand weapons or assault rifles. No, no, no they're no. not doing anything like that. Uh it's just a different level of awareness to the impact that they have on the rest of the world. Like even Charles Barkley, right? We think about Charles Barkley, 
if you don't know about Charles Barkley, he used to say when he was a player, like, I am not a role, mo- role model. Well, mm-hmm. <clears throat> he's got to have to walk that back because whether or not he thinks or doesn't think he's a role model, what he says, what he does has an impact on the people that look up to him and admire for admire him for playing a sport better than 99% of the rest of the population. So just if you continue to surround yourself with those people and have that type of influence, this is, I mean, it could just escalate. And then we saw recently, right? The Memphis, he lives in Memphis or Nashville. The police did a welfare check because he had these cryptic tweets that were then deleted basically saying like, you know, to my, my father and my daughter, I love you. And then it was just like, bye. Yeah. So they did a welfare check. He's okay. Or at least he's, you know, he's not harming himself, but this is a real concern. And on top of the suspension, he needs to do some real reflection on, on what he wants to do with his enormous amount of talent. And it is, it is an almost insurmountable amount of talent and he will continue to get chances because of it. Here's where the Dom Dome comes in and, and far be it for me to make light of anything that he was sort of hinting at. I, this is a guy, so we didn't talk about it. His statement last week um, appears to have been written by chat GPT. Do you know about that? No, I didn't hear that it was. Yeah, written. so it, it, <laughs> it was seems chat that ChatGPT is responsible for his, like I'm. I need to learn to take responsibility for my actions or whatever. Like his most recent statement about it. Um, part of me can't help but wonder, and again, <laughs> if the stuff wild. today, the Twitter stuff today, was some sort of PR person with the Grizzlies or with Nike or the NBA or all three. And they're like, Hey, we're going to go ahead and, and try to spin this in a different way and try to get you some sympathy. Damn. So feign some type of like depressive state. Yes. To get the sympathy or the empathy of the public. Yep. In an effort to what reduce his potential suspension or change no, just, the narrative? Just change the narrative. Yeah. I mean, thinking about that kind of makes me fucking sick. Um, well, think about the, think about the, the, what the NFL did with Aaron Hernandez. They're like, oh, well, a doctor said he had the most CTE he'd ever seen. So that excuses the execution style murders. Like, no, it doesn't. You know what I mean? He knew it was wrong because he didn't tell anyone he was doing it. So, <laughs> uh, uh, to to your point, I, everybody's going to have somewhat of a different take and a perspective on it. I, for one, if we're talking about Anthony Hernandez, Anthony Hernandez, Aaron Hernandez, Aaron Hernandez, Anthony Hernandez is a fighter mm-hmm. uh, who just won via TKO last week. Uh, Aaron Fluffy. Hernandez, Fluffy, yeah, great nickname. Aaron Hernandez, I viewed as just somebody who kept uh, a life from everyone else, right? From the public eye. That was. Yeah, I agree. That, 
that that's that's who he really was. But the NFL has has also said, if I'm not mistaken, something along the lines of there's no evidence that playing in the NFL puts you at a risk for a concussion or something. So, so it was something almost that egregious. So which is just absurd. Wild when you <laughs> take that out of context and you're like, excuse me. I mean, we yeah. have we have documentaries. We have a dramatized documentary starring Will Smith <laughs> about playing NFL and CTE and, and concussions just based on repetitive uh physical, right? Physical collisions with massive bodies at a high velocity. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Speaking of uh football, I know you're not a 49ers fan, but no. <laughs> no. Uh two things, really. One's a Rams, uh a Rams thing. Okay. Uh so the somewhat experimental surgery that Brock Purdy is going under, which is not a typical Tommy John surgery to repair his uh, UCL ligament, which is going to have some type of internal bracing, Mm -hmm. uh, which from what I understand, they weren't going to be able to 100% determine whether or not they could do that without first opening up his elbow and seeing the extent of the damage. Okay. So they did that. And now with just physical therapy and, and, and what they can do for people, there is a chance that he's able to make it back by the end of preseason, hypothetically. Which so is why what, what are you asking me? Do you think that gives <laughs> no, I'm not asking you anything. I just I didn't know if you had heard about it. Uh, I thought I, it was, I thought it was interesting. It, I, it is interesting. I agree. And and certainly the like implication for pitchers could be really interesting. Um it reminds me kind of of what they're doing with ACLs and MCLs now where it's like, yeah, you'll be out three or four days and you'll be back. Yeah. Um, I really, and this could be among the dumbest things I've ever said. I want to preface this, <laughs> preface this, but I've said it before. I love that the 49ers and their fans are talking themselves into Brock Purdy. I love it. Oh, because you—he's not a proven commodity, and you think no, because he's—it's not case. a real thing. The the sort of advanced metrics to him as the playoffs went on, and really as his like a game regular season went on, are not flattering. He was on a very very good team that is very well designed offensively with a, an outstanding defense. Like it was as much a it was it was you know what it was it was Trent Dilfer on the what oh one Ravens or whatever year they won the the Super Bowl, um. Just a yes. guy who can manage. I don't what he didn't throw a touchdown for two consecutive playoff games or something like I'm sorry. Patrick Mahomes is in this league. Let's let's stop talking about him like he's Patrick Mahomes. It makes me fucking sick. But I love that the 49ers are talking themselves into it because the Rams are getting a healthy Matt Stafford and back to back championship winner Stetson Bennett. So. Oh, uh who they drafted in the seventh round. Yeah. The Stetson Bennett era is upon us, sir. All right. Well, I'm here for the Stetson Bennett era. The, the second too. point that I wanted to make I'm, was that I'm being mostly sarcastic. Yes, I know. The, yes, the I 349ers know. There, fans that there listen is, to this are like fucking Stetson Bennett. <laughs> no way. 
there there is a there is a level of optimism though within that statement that you made that can only be attributed to just the the nature of your fandom. Oh, <laughs> here we go. Oh, I no, 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 no. That's that wasn't meant as a dig. I'm just saying, like, yeah. hey, you're 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 going to overestimate how competitive they can be. <laughs> I'm sorry. Based the last the time the team was fully healthy, fan. they won the Super Bowl. Based on the level of your fan, I'm here talking to you over Zoom wearing my Los Angeles Chargers hat. Yeah. Who I feel like have an outside chance to win the Super Bowl this year. Um. Anyway, speaking of the Rams, who. <laughs> cohabitate with the Chargers. No, no, no. The Chargers are their tenants. Go on. <laughs> okay, that's that. That is which, also which owner pretty... paid cash for that palace? Not the Chargers. That's right. <laughs> not not the Chargers owner. That's for sure. The Chargers. Sorry, the Rams. Yeah. Uh, so Sean McVay mm-hmm. basically expressed some level of optimism. My prince. <laughs> My sweet prince. Uh, oh, level sweet, of beautiful, Sean. For, for the level of competition at the team in uh, voluntary minicamps yeah. with the level of turnover, which I'm going to tell you something. Hey, Super Bowls are one in May, buddy. Super Bowls are one in May, okay? <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you something. And All right. I want you to feel flattered however you, however you want to feel. All right. How about that? I uh on ESPN there's an app right. By the way, the theme song for the ESPN app, uh, ESPN Plus app, ESPN Plus, it's in the app. Everything you want right here, no cap, right? That's how the song goes. It's fantastic. What it are gets you stuck talking your, about? It gets stuck in your head. My phone. I never have the volume up on my phone. No, no, no. The ESPN Plus app. Sorry, there's I was e- I was there's speaking. an ESPN Plus app or just ESPN Plus within the app. ESPN Plus is within the app itself, yeah. but it was a commercial that was playing, I think, in between on ESPN Plus for yeah, ESPN course, Plus. Of course. Yes. <laughs> ESPN Plus. It's in the app. Everything you want right here. No cap. Okay. I All feel right. like maybe I have heard that. You probably have heard that. So, what was my original point? Uh, okay. My point was talking about the Rams. I changed my preferences on my ESPN app to include Rams hey. for scores and news okay. so that I could be more prepared to talk to you about these things because I find that our, our conversation on the matter to be very fulfilling. I am weirdly touched by that. Uh, I mean, now, I, I don't like... say as you should be. Now, no, 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 like... no, no, no. I'm not there. I'm not here to fish for some type of some type of uh, equal response. I'm not looking. Oh, no, to... no, no. Oh, no. I think you have no idea where I was going to go. <laughs> okay. Because... <laughs> <laughs> because you I know you're not ever going to be a Rams fan in a weird way. I don't want you to be. No, um, no, no. It's better that you're a Charger fan. I like that you're a Kings fan. I think that's a fun thing. We're both Laker fans. That's cool. There is room on another bus that I that I am on. Oh, the Angels? Oh, yeah. Okay, so I'll tell you, in addition to adding 
the Rams onto my feed for you are teams, all I'm saying is you are well conditioned to having your heart ripped out and stomped on. I am very much. I'm and very that's much what the angels do akin to that feeling. I also added the angels to my my hey, local team feed. Look at you. You, you don't really have a me. baseball allegiance, do you? Uh, so I like the Red Sox. However, I'm what? not. Yeah, I like the Red Sox. Oh my God. Okay. So it's it's strange, but no more Garcia Parra. I really like the way he played baseball. Yeah, he was also a Dodger, so you could just go with that. In later in life, but I mean his his best years were as a Red Sox. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> Literally couldn't be on a roster today with the way that the pitch clock works, but keep going. Uh well, I mean you could say that about a lot of people, right? No, there's literally everybody's figured it out except apparently Juan Soto. Yeah. Uh, um. Man, good God, the Padres. Could they? They're going to figure it out. <sighs> there's too much talent. Over 162, there's too much talent. Uh, it's it's dismaying. They're playing sub-500 baseball right it now. It is a little bit strange. I'll give you that. And honestly, like secretly right now, Major League Baseball is really, really interesting. It is. There's a lot, There's a of, lot of shit going on. There's yeah. a lot of parody, which... It used to be just the Red Sox and the Yankees for a time for the amount of money they could just spend. Except for the Oakland A's, who are 10 and 40. <laughs> hey, they've reached a preliminary deal to uh, relocate to Vegas. I are they going to so, Are they going to stay the weekend there? Are they going to keep the name of the athletics? Or are they going to be the Las Vegas athletics? Or are they going to change the name? So we we ran through this like two weeks ago. And then, in fact, when I was listening back, I was, oh, they have a negative 178 run differential, if you were interested. Um, that's not good for those of you keeping score. <laughs> hey, out. guys, that's not good. That's bad. Um, and Tampa is 36 and 15. Good Lord. So um, good. Anyway, although their run differential is actually only plus 111 which is just second highest. Um, the they American the League Las right now Vegas is much... Alcoholics and not loves the A's. <laughs> no, I mean, that just hits a little too close to home. So You think yeah, so? I do. Um, Damn. I don't know. There was a point we were talking about when we were talking about teams relocating and changing names, and there was one I wanted to bring up. Um, and I am now I now can't remember what it was, but when I was listening back, I was thinking, oh, why aren't you fucking saying that, you idiot? Um... Anyway, I don't know what they'll do. I'd imagine they'll change their name. I thought so as well. Because the, the color scheme and the doesn't name really just doesn't really befit Las Vegas. No. And I really don't have any suggestions. I think the, Aaron, Aaron could probably think of some names right off the dome. The he already AAA thought of one. team is, are they the, the 51s? Like the 51s? Yeah, I think so. Mm. Uh, they're the Las Vegas Aviators now. I'm pretty sure they used to be the 51s. Hmm. I think they should be like the Oasis or something. That's a triple A team. The Las Vegas Oasis? I like it. Yeah. Hmm. Or the Lights or something like that. Neon. The Las Vegas well, wait, wait, wait. Lights isn't, is isn't good. That, uh, isn't that a WNBA team? Aren't they the Las Vegas Lights? They're the they Aces. are the Aces. Aces. Okay, so the Las Vegas. So I didn't go there. I knew that from a previous episode of the show. Yeah, that's a deep cut. That's a deep cut. That is. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so here are some options. There were the Las Vegas Stars. Okay. 
That was the AAA team. Then they became the Las Vegas 51s, and they were all like extraterrestrial themed. Stupid. Um, and then they are now they're now the aviators and they actually are the Oakland A's team. Uh uh AAA team. So and their their ballpark is up in Summerlin, kind of by the mall there. It's actually pretty cool. Um and the A's don't draw any fans, so they could probably just play there. Um I wonder if they'd steal one of those names and go back to being the stars. Maybe the Las Vegas hit meets. <laughs> and there's the Dallas stars. So there's, there's that it could be the Las Vegas. What's another gambling, the Las Vegas sevens. Hey, you could be or the gamblers. The, the gamblers? Sevens, sevens would be good. Or the Vegas. Blackjacks. The, that could work. Yeah, the, that could the work. Las Vegas Jacks. That could work. Yeah, uh, yeah, just Jacks, Jokers, Jokers would be good. Las Vegas Jokers, the Las the Vegas Jokers. Wild. Ooh, the Las the Vegas Minnesota Wild, right? That's the hockey Ooh. team, but is in like Aces are wild. No, um, I like that. <laughs> the Las Vegas Hookers, the Las Vegas, <laughs> the Las Vegas slots, the Las Vegas strips, <laughs> <laughs> the strippers. Uh, yes, yeah. the str- they could be the Strats. There's all kinds of cool names they could be. I tried out for the Las Vegas strippers, but only got to second base. Damn. That I don't sucks. get that joke. The Las Vegas boulevards. The boulevards. Yeah. I'm nah. just throwing, I'm just, just throwing stuff at the wall. Yeah. Nightlife. I feel Chips. like, I feel like we hit on one. Ooh, you could they, call them use the, one. You could call them the chippers. Cause that's what like about... chips and chipping okay. chips, yeah. you know, chippers. Clippers, chippers. The Las, the Las Vegas nuts, like in a poker term. I have oh, the Las Ooh, Vegas there is nuts. a Modesto nuts minor league team. Well, I believe shit. they belong to the San, the San, uh, Seattle Mariners. I have like a weird amount of minor league baseball knowledge. Well, I mean, it's not weird if you really like baseball. They're, and they're they're fun, fun games to go to. I don't care who you are. Yeah, minor league baseball is fun. Speaking of. Oh, uh, the Colorado Rockies. Colorado Rockies. Speaking of, you go to a, a Lake Elsinore storm and get a like a a box <laughs> for like a hundred something bucks. Like, and you just bring all your friends and hang out in a a box, right? No, I'm sorry. They are the Mariners. They used to be the Rockies. Uh, you could you could also go on a Thursday and for thirty bucks, no free shout outs, get unlimited alcohol, and they <laughs> fucking mean it. And don't yeah, worry, well, thir- it's thir- all bottom shelf. Yeah, there's. I mean, it used to be thirsty Thursdays. It was a dollar beer. Dollar yeah, it's beers. not anymore. It's thirty dollars open bar. That's, God. which to me I feel like is actually a better deal. It is a better deal. How many times am I going to run my card for one dollar and seventeen cents? No, I'm going to pay you the thirty bucks. You're going to give me the wristband, and I'm just going to go bar to bar along this concourse and watch this minor league guy throw ninety three. It's good times. It really is the I, pretty I mean, neat I'm, podcast live from Thursday Thursday. We should. Uh, I mean, I I I get somewhat nostalgic when I go and watch like minor league baseball games. Me too. Um, we used to go there when you know major league players were on like rehab yep. assignments. Absolutely, it was yep. just it's just the fun thing to do. I've caught many a major league player on a rehab assignment there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can pay nine dollars and sit right behind home plate. It's fantastic. Yeah. 
Let's are, are see, we, are they doing it this year? I'm looking. Were y'all going around the time when Joe Urso was like the big? Yeah, player? his they yes. still Power Man Five Thousand is going to be there. Oh my god! This is Whoa. what it, this is what it looks like when worlds collide, or this is what it sounds like. That's what the line is. Oh, you ready to there? go? Cause I'm ready to go. What <laughs> you gonna do, baby? baby. They also have a cool. Uh, yeah, that's not Dragula, which a lot of people think it is. Oh, well, you know what? Singer, no. Did you know that the singer from Power Man Five Thousand is is Zombie Rob Zombie's brother. brother? Yeah, is that yeah. that's not who's Dan the Automator? What's he from? Dan the Automator. Yeah, I don't know, but it's definitely Rob Zombie's brother. He's a it's like, Dan the Automator says uh, Dave Zombie. What is, what, what is says, his uh, musical project? says American called, record producer. Gorillas. He's from the Gorillas? That's what it says. No way. Nobody even knows who the Gorillas are. I mean, you do. I clearly do. But like, but nobody knows who the, the Gorillas. Remember when it was like the cool thing to be like, oh, I like the Gorillas. Shut the fuck up. Um, The Gorillas are cool, though. That's not what I'm thinking of. There was a Yeah, he's the he was the principal producer for the Gorillas phase he's one. He's not anymore. Uh it looks like maybe just that first album. Just that first album, yeah. He's he's better known as just a, a record producer. Yeah, I'm there is uh Deltron thirty thirty. Is that what I'm thinking of? Del the funky homo sapien, yeah. The, and DJ yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. That is God, talk about deep cuts, Aaron. Yeah, that's uh, he's from the gorillas. Yeah, <laughs> the gorillas, a band that's not real. Wait, they're they real, are. <laughs> except they're not a band. Are they, they just when they perform, they just put up a, a screen and would be animated. They never showed themselves, they still don't, right? Strange. No, they still yeah. don't. Speaking well, it's of, also uh, because like they just produce the music, they're not like they're no, not they're like performers. a band that rehearses together, they don't like practice. It's it's a project. Well, I don't think I, they would go on tour and they would perform, but it's not they're not going out there and performing. They're like behind stage, which I guess. If that's your shtick. It's a lot less pressure, but speaking of bands that are uh, animated death clock. Going on tour. <laughs> baby metal. It's called the baby clock tour and and death clock or metalocalypse is the show which was on adult swim yeah back when uh we were much much younger it's coming back this fall to do the final final season and wrap up the entire story <laughs> hmm. i'm okay. weird i'm excited okay so they don't so call it thirsty thursday anymore it's thursday bites and you get two free food items from local vendors and for 30 bucks you can get your all you can drink crisp band I'm just Wild. saying, we should do go. it. Yeah. Also, yeah, they but... have a cool logo. <laughs> We've like barely touched any of the fights. There's no fights well, this Aaron, weekend. So some there's would like say not... there's a reason for that. Yeah, that's very true. Like this past weekend was Dern versus Hill as the headliner. <laughs> and the, and main the event. week before that was a little slow too. Yeah. And this coming weekend. There's no UFC. So it's like, it's mostly pretty neat stuff today. 
Southwest UFC. Mostly pretty neat. Well, Ryan, we finally got the big fight we've all wanted. Terrence Crawford, Errol Spence, go. Oh, God. Uh, so number one pound for pound versus number four ESPN ranks into July, which is something, I mean, if you think about it in the context, it's two months away, two months and five days away. This definitely had to be ongoing for like maybe the last month, 45 mm-hmm. days for them just to announce that this fight is done and, and this they're going to be fighting and this soon. Yeah. Correct. So I'm a, I'm excited. I mean, I I don't know which way I'm I'm leaning. Me either. So I read a initial preview on the matter. So Bud Crawford's definitely the more technical of the fighters. His ability to switch stances between conventional and southpaw and just put combinations on people is unrivaled for somebody of that size fighting at that weight. However, Errol is the true welterweight type fighter. He's going to be bigger. He has a very slight reach disadvantage, but he has more punching power just from what I've read. And he's more defensively sound. So is you there put all a that... line on this? Uh, let's look. Uh, Terrence. And it's a two-fight deal. Yes. So that's the biggest thing is that whoever loses within 30 days can enact the rematch clause, and they will fight again most likely at the end of the year. Yep. So right now, Terrence Crawford, according to the New York Post, is a minus one. Well, they're both a minus 112. Oh, okay. Okay. Interesting. So that that means Vegas is is like well we don't know okay never mind so Box Live has Crawford as a minus one thirty and but uh, and uh, Errol as a plus one ten okay so it's 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 as close as you can get in a boxing match yeah plus with these two ah, man two guys both still in their prime both coming off of TKO wins in their last fight that are now going to face off against each other. And we're most likely going to get to see them fight at least twice. That's fantastic. I I'm here for it. Uh, the last big boxing match where I had uh, people over was Connor Floyd. And I, I mean, I'm, I'm almost, I'm, I'm, I'm tempted really to, to do the same for this because it's just, it's just going to be an excellent affair. Yeah. It really is. It's going to be a good fight. There, there was another... Aaron boxing is a sport that's like UFC, but they can't kick. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking stupid. Yes. <laughs> I mean, technically, yeah. It's, it's. It's it's it utilizes less of their their weapons. <laughs> that sounds like boxing just sounds like somebody who like showed up to the to the actual fights. Like if there were fight sporting events back hundreds and hundreds of years ago mm-hmm. and they were like, that's not fair. No, no feet like some bitch made that up. <laughs> OK, <laughs> like I'm just kidding. 
it actually I could see it being very valuable not being able to use your legs. Well, they have to use their legs just not for kicking. Yes. Yeah. It's all for like uh footwork, foot placement. Do you remember that time the Olympics was gonna remove wrestling? No. Yeah. When it was on the chopping block of you, it was like two cycles ago they were considering it for removal. It oh, like, you know what? Maybe me? I do. It's like, are you fucking kidding? Like, a, a, you want to get rid of Olympic wrestling? You mean like the first sport? Yeah. It was like, hey, how fast can you run? Because if you can't run faster than me, how good can you fight? Like, those are the. <laughs> that's, <laughs> right. how, that's how it started. Uh, right. <laughs> they want to get rid of it. Are you kidding me? We should have a long discussion about the Olympics when it comes back around. Oh, I'm so for it. I love yeah? the Olympics. Because I'm so. When is it? 24? Yeah. Where is it? LA? Paris. It? LA's in. Uh, 28. 28. Okay. Par- Ooh, mm-hmm. Paris. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Next year on the PNP. <laughs> Olympics 2024. All Olympics all the time. Yeah. Uh, there were other hands meeting faces at the UFC fight night. Mackenzie Dern versus Angela Hill. But like nothing a consequence. Like it was cool to see Chase the Dream Hooper get in the win column. Why? Natal- it was just nice to see him not lose. Like, okay. and he didn't try and go to the ground every five seconds. He's still lets himself get fucking hit way too much. Way too much. He's, yeah, it's he's, weird. He's only twenty three. Yeah, and there was a time. This is the first fight since he started where he's looked better than previous fights. Like other well, fights, he's in a division that's not that competitive. Yeah, only lightweight. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. well, he he went to a. <laughs> let's climb the ladder to lightweight. Yeah, let's climb the ladder, with... Yeah, ladder with Chase Hooper. Okay, we're done. It's okay, no number one. fifteen. Okay, he's out in the first round. Uh, I will say Natalia Silva at flyweight is scary. She was um, as advertised. She was the no, biggest favorite on the card. Yep, and a first first round KO in women's flyweight. Not that common. Uh, yeah, her opponent, uh, Leonardo, was so <laughs> outmatched. She so tried. Outmatched. She tried. Don't be called Victoria Leonardo. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, are you not a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fan? I believe it or not, I'm really not actually. Let's okay. See. That surprises me, actually. Does it? Well, that's just because you're most like Raphael, so never mind. Um, He's totally he, Raphael. Totally Raphael. You are Le- you're Leonardo, by the way, Ryan. If you didn't know, uh, that's I who am, I wanted to be growing up. You were you definitely Michelangelo. Yeah, I'm Michelangelo through and yeah. through. Give me, give me pizza and are some you? forks. I'm good. Nunchucks. I'm down. <laughs> uh, but we don't. Raphael have... has the daggers. Yeah. He yes. Has the the ninja size. Yes. Uh, he's also the the most independent um independent one uh definitely greatness there who, who am i missing I like donatello we don't have a donatello no so yeah donatello he's a genius but also he's putts though too like bow staff bow staff is that it but also ray who is a girl has a bow staff so <laughs> what? 
That's a that's a Star Wars joke. Ray Ray Palpatine. <laughs> Ray Palpatine. Yeah, Ray Ray Palpatine, the Ivan Skywalker. <laughs> oh my gosh. Ray Palpatine with the with the bow staff. Rematch. Uh power slap. It's finale right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so is this this dude who has plugs? Did he just put paper towels in the plugs? Oh, it's all taped up. It's like he pinched them together and taped it. I feel like they should just wear AirPods at this point. Like, that seems like something they'd do. So this guy who's uh, lining up right now will take a brief Does that look like tape to you, Aaron? Who's getting slapped first? Okay, got it. Oh, hints. Hints. This this should be a knockout. Which are the color of their shirts? He's Hawaiian. The color of their shirts? He flinched. He said, let's fucking go. Well, that guy, Rivero, who just got slapped from Hawaii, got from knocked Hawaii, out. Now he got knocked Texas. out by this guy in the first round in the show on the house. Yes. We got knocked, slapped and knocked the fuck out in the first round. And uh, then he dropped the steroids. Looks like he lost like 30 or 40 pounds and now he can move <laughs> so he can. Sleep. No, they're there. This is a this... light heavyweight. Aaron, why heavyweight. do you still use Firefox? Am I? Well, it's all, you have it. Oh yeah, Sorry. because it has the the easiest like extensions for like. Uh, oh. Yes, yes, that's it. <laughs> I was gonna say saving audio and video files. Is he going down? I think he is. Oh sh- Oh shit! Hints is tough, man. He's the light heavyweight champ right now. But this okay. is, of course, slap two. <laughs> Slap too. <laughs> Revenge of the slap. Yeah, he's uh he is foul. Going. There was a, a foul. Oh man, clubbing Rivero. That clubbing. means he didn't hit the cheek. Or he while we the, while yeah. we commentate through this, I am going to buy a new laptop. How do you guys feel about that? Can I have one too? Oh uh-huh. yeah, man, he missed the face. He hit him yeah, right on the neck. Did. That would still hurt like a motherfucker, though. Oof. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah That's you why should. It's a foul. You should get a laptop. I have awesome. one. I'm gonna buy a new one. Yeah, you should get a new one. What do you ask at? me? What's wrong with the one I currently have? What is wrong with your current laptop? It's too thick and heavy. It's what she said. It's a year old. It's just it's a like a big gaming one, and carrying it around every day is a pain in the ass. It's too thick and heavy. Yeah. Yarg. What's gonna happen? He's gonna get knocked the fuck out. What is Ooh, he missed. He was too low. Something that's happened. That's a foul. Right? That's a foul, too. That it clubbing. might be. More clubbing. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And this is a five-round slap, too. Whoa, Somebody whoa. had to sit down and write rules for this. The five-round slap off? Yeah. That, oh, look at you that. guys, that would still hurt so bad. So bad. I, I hurt my jaw eating a sandwich the other day. Okay. <laughs> That's not even a joke. It was sore for like 30 hours. That's no joke. I did. I stretched earlier today and I was fucked for like two hours just to the wrong stretch. (laughs) And like yesterday, full routine. No problem. Today, just one stretch like, ah, you know what? That's kind of weird. Oh, what the fuck was that? That's getting that's what it is to get old. This is this is bad. Oh, no, it's a knockout. (laughs) Oh, he he has uh, time. Uh, is he gonna get he, up? How? He has, no. He has thirty seconds. They need to call no. that shit. What are we? T- 
30? Yeah, yeah, oh, he yeah. called yeah, it. Okay, called yeah. It. Thank you, Keith Peterson. Uh, that wasn't wow. Keith Peterson. That is not. Who is that? He got his revenge. Jason Herzog? Jason yeah, Herzog. that was Herzog. Yeah. Wow. Wow. He, what that a... guy is. If they had let him go back up there, I would have kept watching, but I would have said they shouldn't have let him go back up there. So is he the champion now? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Congratulations, Rivero. He got Damn. his revenge. He was such a douchebag on the show. Yeah, this... he wanted to. He was like a machismo cabin kind of guy. Yeah. Do the they guy have slap they just nights? wanted to fight people. Like we uh, get fight nights. Do they have slap nights? No. I mean, that's a no. great idea. They but should. I think right now they're just on numbered numbered slaps. Ah, uh, yeah, man, that was a perfect slap. Yeah, the way his to... head. Yeah. He tried to stop that neck muscle. That neck strength was not there. Oh, shit. Does his foot stay on the ground? That's the question. If his foot moved too much and it's a foul, then it's a disqualification and he loses. Oh, that was the guy slapping. Yeah. Yeah. If his foot, there's like a certain amount that your foot can turn or twist before it's considered stepping but I think his foot has to come off the ground. And I'm I pretty don't... sure it does have to come off the ground for it to be considered stepping. Yeah. Oh Looks shit. Like maybe telling. Oh, that. they just. Yeah. So do they I do think... a, re- a replay? Yeah, and the judges get to pick. There's also review judges. So like review judges get the say on whether there was stepping. Oh stepping, shit. Stepping. The pretty neat podcast episode. Whatever. Stepping and clubbing. <laughs> clubbing and stepping not yeah. i flipped mm. it because of because of club and sub oh, our yeah. submarine yeah. sandwich full bar speakeasy members only stepping club only. not the same as club so is he sub. out oh he's pissed yeah yeah he he gets he gets dq'd damn yeah he's gonna get dq'd and he left the room holy shit <laughs> he's probably not on steroids at all right <laughs> dude he was so much bigger on the show like I don't know ah oh, man do they actually give him a belt mm-hmm. the last Here, here's a belt in $87 after tax <laughs> and enjoy your night you fucking loser like what 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 even I the, the power side I don't know I think it was Chris Weidman once was talking. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong here. Um, I think he left his belt in his trunk or something. Uh, and, you know, for like days and just did. And then somebody like Dana White called him and asked him like, you know, what'd you do with the belt? Blah, blah, blah. He said it was still in the car. And he's like, dude, it's like, it's real gold. <laughs> like the belt <laughs> is like $18,000 worth of gold. <laughs> and he didn't know it was real. <laughs> Like Chris That's Weidman awesome. didn't know the belt was real until like Dana White was like, what the fuck is it in your trunk, you moron? That's Dude. a good time. Speaking yeah. of uh, Chris Weidman, I listened to, actually I watched on YouTube the uh, an interview with uh, Ray Longo. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and he talks about when when he was like introduced to Weidman and then him coming to the gym 
and and not being able to spar because he didn't have a mouthpiece and then he found a mouthpiece like on the ground <laughs> and because he's a fucking savage right he just picks it up and puts it in his goddamn mouth and, he, and Longo's basically saying like this thing had been there he, he said like you have the you have the ring it's a concrete floor when you don't have mats and it was just there and he said it had fuzz on it and I, I mean, when he says fuzz, it's either like dirt or mold, I assume. And the guy put it in his mouth so that he could spar. That's disgusting. That's so disgusting. And, That's like and, and he talks about out. like, you know, the, the champion fighters that he's coached. So Aljo, right, of course, Weidman. And then he was the coach for Sarah when he knocked out GSP. Um, just like out of all three of those that the Weidman won when he beat Silva, like he feels like that might be the most impressive one because at the time people didn't realize GSP was GSP, right? And how great he was and that Weidman for knocking out Anderson Silva after what he had done to essentially everybody else and just how, how impressive that was. It's a it's a good interview. Um, no free shout outs, but it's available on YouTube. <laughs> Did he talk about how they trained for that at all? Like, like, because yes. I, I remember them talking about training, about overextending on his punches. Yes. And, and like, that's where the punch a f- hole in his fucking chest comes and comes from. And he said, that's not a new thing. That's what he talks to tells all of his fighters when you're talking about head movement is you change your target and you put your target in the middle of their chest so that as you get a feel for where they are later rounds, you can move that target up to hit the head. It's very interesting. He's a, he's in his sixties and just what he's done in mixed martial arts and just martial arts in general. Like he, started he was always in uh martial arts but he was an accountant until like 1987 and then trained his first champion kickboxer right around that time and then didn't start training matt sarah until like 1993 that's like the inception of the ufc with Shoney Carter and and and, and mm-hmm. fighters of like the original the original roster. It was uh yeah. it was it's a really good conversation. Can you get imagine like he's from Long he's from Long Island? Is that on room service diaries yeah. or it is yeah. it's room service diaries with yeah. uh morning combat fellas? Yes. It, ah, it was so it was good. A, it was a great it was a great interview. And Their interview course, with Aaron like, Blanchfield was really great. Yes, that was really good. The one with John Anik was really good as well. Yeah. And just the, the one with Rashad Evans, where Rashad Evans talks about where he does ayahuasca for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> like when it changed his entire like, life perspective, he became a vegan yeah. after that. Uh, That's wild. It That was, I mean, just the... My buddy Ken, my best man, he wants to he's on a wait list with through the VA to to try some for his PTSD for ayahuasca. 
not ayahuasca, but um, one of the psilocybin. Other yeah, psilocybin. They're doing they're doing a uh, psilocybin trials now, and they're there's doing a with the military. There's a massive billboard in downtown Austin. Like you can't miss it if you're driving through Austin. That's a a veteran a veteran just announcing this needs to be legalized for testing and like this is you know the treatment that works but it's interesting stuff they'll have to put it into ufc could you imagine a couple of fighters just totally tripping out on psilocybin well i think people i think there's plenty of ufc fighters that do (laughs) hallucinogenics facing the opposite direction outside swinging at things only they can see outside of training but 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 tim ferris if you don't know who tim ferris is he's you know really big into podcasting and he's written uh, quite a few books um he makes all of his money from you know that and, and investing has switched a lot of his focus into uh psilocybin trials and making it legal for clinical trials i guess before it becomes more of an fda type thing uh because there's a lot of a lot of positive evidence around the benefits of it yeah, I'm very interested in. It. I'm yeah, I'm I'm very interested in it. Yeah, I am too. Especially because of the universal <laughs> kind of description of the experience from people who have done it in the controlled environments. You know, specific, especially those for the purposes of their mental health have all kind of had comparable experience, similar symptoms, similar um, outcomes, um, and the the negative side of it are still to be determined, but you know, well, kind of like, I mean, it, I'm a Jeffersonian has... anarchist, you know, do whatever the hell you want until it infringes on my right to do whatever the hell I want. <laughs> everything has like pros and cons. Of yeah. Course. Nothing's free. Yeah. <laughs> nothing's free. <laughs> Except freedom. In, in other news, uh, the LA city council approved, a, approved a robot police dog. So that's cool. Um, <laughs> Except that it's not. Did you guys see this story about the the club pro golfer at the major the other day? Yes. Yes. That's pretty fucking cool. That's pretty fucking cool. So a club pro Aaron golf is a sport where there's there's a little ball (laughs) and you use clubs to hit it. It's way fucking harder than it looks. Um, A club pro is like the general manager of a golf course. They're typically called golf clubs. Some of them are private some are public many have multiple courses they they manage marketing and host the tournaments and coordinate the lessons and they're they they are the the head of a golf course but that does not mean they're a pro golfer so he's played in now three pga tour events uh well two pga tour events and then the the uh, major the pga championship this weekend and uh he finished 15th. He took home a cool... He probably makes pretty good money. He he actually is in Mission Viejo, um, not too far from us. He's the club pro at a, a course there. Um, he probably makes dec- a decent salary doing that job. But he made $288,000 in four days. And he hit a hole-in-one. And because he finished 15th, he gets to play in something else, the Canadian Open, I think, in like a week which is or two weeks, which is very cool. The, can- the Canadian Open or the U.S. Open? Um, no, I think he's going to be in both. They're saying he's in the field. He has to finish fourth. Oh, if he finishes fourth this coming weekend, 
in a tie for fourth anyway, he could actually get temporary membership to the tour itself. Um, and he has a sponsor exemption to play in the Canadian Open the 8th through the 11th or the 6th through the 11th or whatever whatever days it is. Um, but I think he is going to be in the U.S. Open because he finished 15th, right? Is that the – he qualifies that way? Yeah, like he gets an automatic entry, right? Yeah, because the, the four majors are not just PGA Tour events. That's why the Live Golf guys can play. Uh, my guy Brooks won. Suck it, PGA Tour. Um, but – it's a pretty cool story. 288 grand for four days of golf, and he hit a hole in one. Pretty sweet. It's yeah, it's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty epic. Uh do we have another round of slaps? Oh yeah, the heavyweight <laughs> fight is about more, to come more up. Slaps. All right, let's let's until let's it does live commentary of the heavyweights, and then we'll get out of here. Yeah, well, they're they're gonna do their walkouts while they do. Uh Walking Buckley had an awesome knockout. Should I have a question for you guys? Yeah. Yeah. Should Edmund Shabazian's nickname be Eddie, not two shabs? Uh, I mean, what is it now? I don't know. (laughs) Eddie shouldn't have trained with Rhonda. Well, I mean, when he was training with Rhonda, when she was training pretty exclusively at that camp, he was the phenom. He was knocking people out. That is true. He was like, here's the thing is his, his strength is his first round finishing capability. His weakness is everything outside of the first round. <laughs> yep. Yeah. He has a massive upper body for middleweight. He does. Like, like his legs are kind of like, you know, that orange and toothpick sort of thing where he just, he probably has to spend a lot of energy just to hold himself up. Neither uh, of those guys is beating Bo Nickel. I, I do no. have to say though, divorced Dern is a monster. Well, uh, is she a monster, or was Angela Overkill Hill just not on her game? Because what she's good too. at, volume striking, like Mackenzie Dern just did. Look at Angela his boots. He's <laughs> got cowboy boots. Yeah, yeah, she wasn't on her game. She wasn't. Um, I feel like we haven't seen her look good in a long time. See, that's that's mm-hmm. the thing. Is she was on a streak, wasn't she? Am I wrong? I, I thought she had won her previous maybe, two fights. Maybe her last two or her last three, maybe. But but I think that she was. Uh, yeah, okay. she beat Dakota right. and Loopy. And did she have another win before? Yeah, she beat John Janoba. No, she John lost Oh, yeah. John Janoba beat her. <laughs> Also, we're not saying her name even remotely close. It's like Vina Vina something. I don't know it's why, but when Yana I look at a picture Yan of her, I get dyslexia. Yon Jaroba. Right. It's really bad. Yeah. It's almost like uh, you're looking at a cross-eyed. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> got her. <laughs> um <laughs> fuck you, Verna Yandaroba. <laughs> but uh Oh, look at that. The Wolverine. Yeah, it's Who Wolverine is the champion. And Damian Dibble. Damian Dibble, by the way. Got a hell of a haircut. R&B band. He made it. Definitely. He made it. Um, Welcome. But, like, uh, I think Angela also did not look as good as she usually does because Dern just looked so good. Mackenzie yeah. Dern's on the list, guys. I think it's both. You know, I, I I've, I've, Gone back and forth on this. I'm not sure if she is on the list. Okay. Dern? She's not for me. Have you seen her Instagram? Yes. It's a happy place. (laughs) 
So yeah. she's back on the market. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But she's she's not shy. <laughs> no, you kind of have to not be if you're in her position. Um anyway, yeah. Fun fights. No, none this weekend. Uh then we have uh what's the next one? Kaikara France fight night. That'll be a fun one. And then we get UFC 289 or 290. We had 290? 289. 289. I'm all lost up. I think it's 289. Yeah, because Kai France versus Almir Albazi. 289 is Nunez Aldana, but let's let's be honest about who the real headliner is there. Oliveira Dariush. That's a great um, fight. Uh geez, Vittori versus Cannoneer at the Apex. Would be that would be a great, good one to buy tickets to. That yeah. would be the one to buy tickets to. Mm-hmm. I mean, does, is it just me or does it feel like they've already fought? <laughs> they uh, haven't yet. Amazing, surprisingly. I it mean, they feels both, like it to me. It does. But they haven't. So to that point, give me Vittori. Yeah. I, I think Dude, Vittori. they're like, they're feeding Josh Emmett to the meat grinder. I... I like that fight for for Korea. I like yeah. I like for the fans. For uh, yeah, the fans, okay. yeah, yeah. Josh Dude. Emmett, Ilya Tapuria is a treat. Yeah. So in his last fight, Josh Emmett was fighting for an interim title. Wild. Mm-hmm. I know. And now he gets to fight fucking Ilya Tapuria. Yeah. <laughs> Two Lillian's <laughs> back. Jake Allen's. Brandon Allen's back. Who else is there's some good Saryukian and Silva? One there's of them. A, yeah. There's a couple of uh 290 fight week, July 8th, guys. Oh my gosh. I'm a little underwhelmed. 290? This is supposed to be the big card. And I don't think it's gonna end up being all right. Here we go. Round one. You got your boy though. Dibble. So so Dibble, right? Oh wow, look at that. <laughs> oh my goodness. Two steps back. You gotta keep your hands behind your back, which just seems like God, These... life is just life is tough to be a, a, a power slapper, right? These boots were made for stumbling. Is he allowed <laughs> to wear the boots in competition? Apparently he is. He is wearing them. So that if you a... recall, this this gentleman with the beard, the oh, Wolverine, right? No. He yeah. was a coach. Oh, oh my god. He was a yep. coach in the in the inaugural season that debuted on TNT. Which was, was basically CBS. last week, let's be real. Yeah. Yeah. This was not this is not like last year. This was earlier this year. <laughs> yeah, it was so only a few months if ago. If he's a heavyweight, like is he just exceptionally tall? Because he does not appear to be the other guy's only like 6'2". Oh, he clubbed him. Uh, he's like giving him the stink it. eye. Yeah, that was a stink eye. That was the stinkiest of stink that eyes. Was a, that, was, that was, yep, that was a club. This fight night on July 22nd. Oh, flinch. The... They called a flinch on Dibble. Did That's he a flinch foul. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, moved his he head. did. Yep. That's he why he ended up... up hitting him on the neck. That means you slap him again. Dom, he gets to slap flinch, again. He gets to slap him again. Oh, like he hit him now he gets to hit him again <laughs> that's like the worst foul 
in my opinion, is that flinch. Is yeah, like, absolutely. And here's the thing, though. That's human nature, right? Yeah. You got to close you your eyes. Guy, yeah, you see this guy. But also, if you're trying to be strategic, don't you want to clench? Yeah, they so do. He like, announces, I'm going to hit on three. And on the third one, you want to clench up. That's where that next strength comes into play. Yeah, that's why they show you those metrics. <laughs> next, That is exactly metrics. why they show you those metrics. <laughs> but like this What's guy, like right here, strength? Wolverine leaning forward like that. Bad idea. His chin is up a little too high. Oh, this is bad. He's going to sleep. Yeah, don't you want to tuck? Oh, he missed. He hit him too high. He hit him up here. You got to hit down here you and twerk know, the neck, man. They walk back there and powder their hands and they're like, fuck. <laughs> like, there's no way this isn't just miserable. Yeah, right. Their whole well, face you see some of those uh, slappers where they're hitting them so hard, they get some type of like hematoba yeah. on their cheek. Right. Yeah, the, the first the fight of the night blood tonight is pooling up into their cheek in some form of hematoma. Dude, and I, I stub my toe and roll around on the ground for 45 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> You're like, no, oh no. my God, it's the worst pain. It's the worst pain. <laughs> Nothing will ever be this bad. Yeah. I get band-aids out for when I nick myself shaving. Hey. Oh, oh my gosh. Dude, this guy is taking it. <laughs> yeah. The dibble dibble is Dibble is a threat. Dibble, um, Dibble is it's like just... we're watching two big guys slap each other or fuck each other. If you couldn't see it, you yeah. If you're not watching along, they are slapping yeah. each other, not doing anything else. So yeah. when I For say all... that he's taking it, you know, taking it very well. I'm talking we about you, slaps. His chin's up too high. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we all know you. Everyone listens for the UFC and sports and pretty neat commentary. But for an alternative listening experience, (laughs) watch some gay porn while you're listening. (laughs) Like Pink Floyd with uh, fucking uh, right uh, to the yeah. It's like look at that. Look at the Wolverine stumbled getting back to the chalk. Look, they're gonna check him out too. If you took a slap to the face like that, they're gonna check him out. It's like if you play the pretty podcast backward, it perfectly syncs up to every gay porn there's been. <laughs> I mean, you don't know until you try it. Y- yeah. Oh yeah. Apparently. I think I think Wolverine's in trouble. I do too. He Especially just, like five yeah, he gave the thumbs up, but then as he walked back to the chalk station, he definitely took a stumble. There's yeah. no way this isn't worse for you than just fighting. This has to be worse. This has to be worse. This is just give me a concussion. Let's see who can, you know, when Justin Gaethje says, let's find out whose bones are harder. This is just, let's find out who has less lube in their brain. Like Wolverine's not getting a lot on him. I don't think he's not. No, no. that's And that goes to my original point. I don't know if the Wolverine is really a heavyweight. They're not even letting him sit down. In the, in the UFC, you get to sit down in between rounds. <laughs> oh, they get 30 seconds tops, and you just walk back and you're chalking your goddamn hand. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Look See, how like red the we... outside of his hand is. What the fuck? <laughs> this is like, <laughs> I think about if we were in my crappy universe meta that I invented where like somebody was <laughs> so where somebody would didn't want to fight all the way. So they're like, no, you guys can't use your kicks, no legs. You know, then they go to boxing and then you get one deeper level of pussy. And it's like, no, okay. You can't move and you can't block. 
I, I can't <laughs> decide if comes up. Yeah, I can't decide if these guys are like, like are they uh, tough or are they just yeah way tougher than everyone else or just like it was either this or prison. Like what? What are there? You have. I'm sorry. You have no other. Like you can't just get a job in an Amazon warehouse or something. You have to. They have health benefits. Yeah, he he actually. He actually was a very lucrative, uh, well-paid copywriter who was replaced by AI. So this was his choice. <laughs> he 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 did forty years of animation school, and uh, and somebody took his job five minutes. And, and Doll E put him out of work in in nine seconds. <laughs> yep. So Wolverine's still going. He didn't get knocked out. They gave him a standing eight. Oh, good lord. He's not oh, out. No, no it's a, oh, they oh, it's the decision. last round. So he won. Uh, Dibble's gonna one win one round, and the last round was a ten eight because of the knockdown. And now Dibble is the new champ. There you go. Wow. So the light heavyweight belt stayed because of a disqualification on stepping. Well, that guy too. He like got disqualified for stepping on the show. I recall correctly, but he also got knocked out. Anyway, uh, July twenty second, O two Arena Fight Night. Come on, Tom Aspinall's coming back. Yeah, Tom Aspinall. Like, I'm excited to see him come back. Hopefully, he hasn't lost any of his uh, athleticism. I definitely think, even without it, he'd beat Martin Tybura. But Mm -hmm. he's uh, he's the dark horse right now in the heavyweight division. Yeah, he is. Given the fact that. John Jones says he's not going to fight after uh, Stipe. So mm-hmm. it's it's wide open again. Yep. <sighs> Fellas, always a pleasure. I should get running. 2024 is getting here real fast. And uh, Olympics are coming that year. <laughs> uh, you know what's funny is my mom... When she was in college, uh, did archery, and she tried out uh, before that, I believe, for the Olympics, and did not get far. But it would have been funny if she became an Olympic archer and was named Handworker. You know that. You know who, who else cool. of note tried out and may have made the American Olympic archery team. Someone who isn't their main profession of being an archer. Gina Davis. Wow. Wow. There's your fun fact. Yeah. From like I, I like her. I know her as Gina Davis. Gina? Don't they call her Gina in uh knocked up or the 40 year old version or whatever? Gina Davis. Gina <laughs> Davis. He's like, you know who I liked? Gina. Gina. <laughs> we'll always have Thelma and Louise. We'll always have Thelma and Louise 2024. Hey, you know why I love MMA so much? It's pretty neat. That is 100% true, but it's also because it brings us together. It did. You know what? <laughs> Violence really does bring people together. Yes, let's get